Thank you very much. It's a great pleasure to be here. I even wrote something out. And this is just, uh, y'all look very, quite cute. It's wonderful. I love it. Um, this is about the arts and about the human soul. The arts were born in the spirit of entertainment. I mean, somebody wanted to tell some elaborate lie about a great hunt or they wanted to play with a babbling baby. The arts matured in the spirit of education. Somebody wants you to remember a great flood or some timeless richness of a pure romance or some made up story about what they did and they told it to you in some elaborate fashion. The arts are reborn in the spirit of reenactment with a personal twist. Well, this is what Hector actually said to Achilles, and this is how the crucifixion looked. Look what happened to Romeo and Juliet, or even Jack and Jill. Through the arts, we testify to an existence, to our existence. And if the testifying be powerful, insightful, and true enough, that art speaks across epochs of the depth and value of the human experience. That art brings us into intimate contact with our best selves or us at our worst or just plain old us. That art, be it Shakespeare or Beethoven or Ellington, represents earthlings to the universe. They say that when the people come from Sirius somewhere out in the universe, they're not gonna ask us anything about our technology. They're gonna wanna know where they can get some barbecue and where can they listen to some blues. <laughs> now music, you know it's true. You know it's true. Music is the most abstract of the arts. It is the art of the invisible. It's the art of the inner life. And in the invisible world of music, there's a magical essence that informs each note with a feeling that just cannot be described. It's like the feeling of I love you before the words or the crest of a kiss before you even pucker your lips. Well, in jazz, we call this soul. And no one really knows what soul means. The only thing we know about soul is that you feel much better after you've come in contact with it than you felt before it was present. Masters of music are masters of how events unfold in time. Music is mastery of time and of the relationship of things to silence. In the United States, we created two musical forms that will forever speak to the best of who we are. Number one is the blues whether we like it or not. The blues teaches and preaches resilience. Number two is the swing. And swing has a moral component. Find the time of thy neighbor and keep finding it to create swing time. And let me tell you something. If you ever try to swing, you don't feel like being in another person's time. You got to give up a whole lot to play with them. These two musical nuggets form the basis of everything that I understand about being alive in the world. The blues is optimism incarnate. It's an optimism which is not naive. When you come into this world, the first thing you're gonna get, ah. the blues is there to say, well, we put that on you, but it's all right. <laughs> the blues is like a vaccine. You wanna keep that smallpox away? Give a little smallpox. 
So the blues is not going to tell you it's all right, it didn't happen. It's going to tell you, oh, yeah, that happened. That's all right over there with him. But we can still find a groove. It's going to hurt a little less. In the words of that great blues, I'm going down to the railroad and put my head on the tracks. Going down to the railroad and put my head on the tracks. When the train come along, I'm going to snatch my fool head back. Swing is equilibrium regardless of opposition. Stay on your feet with style. Swing is an embracing of mutual time instead of insisting on your time. Now art puts you in touch with the most profound expressions of humanity throughout the ages. They show you how to live. And living is never what you own, but it's what you know. Now these are a few of the things that I've learned from some great jazz musicians. From Buddy Bolden who was the legendary founder of jazz, he played very, very loudly and lost his mind. Play softer. <laughs> From Louis Armstrong, who taught the entire world how to swing and kept his country down home ways no matter where he was, it's all right to be yourself. From the great trumpeter Roy Eldridge, who was mean to me when I was 15 and approached him in a club, be nice to younger people no matter how dumb or large their afros are. Also from Roy Eldridge, who taught me 15 years later how to growl on a trumpet. Forget about it if an older person hurts you in passing when you meet them because they won't remember it later and you can still learn something. From Freddie Keppard, the great New Orleans trumpeter who passed on being the first jazz musician on records because he didn't want people to steal his stuff. If people don't know who you are, you don't have to worry about them stealing your stuff. From the genius alto saxophonist Charlie Parker, who killed himself with drug addiction, and all of the musicians who thought that getting high would help them play like Charlie Parker, you too can play worse than Parker without the dope. From Billie Holiday, women just know a whole lot of things that men will never know. From John Coltrane, you know, you know it's true. From John Coltrane, who sounded so terrible as a teenager, you can't believe it's him, and ended up becoming one of the greatest musicians ever, never give up. You can make it if you try hard enough. From Thelonious Monk's response to his son saying some large organization was rife with corruption, man, how do you know? Have you seen their books? So if you don't know, you do not know. From Marcus Roberts, the great genius of the modern piano, after I argued some point to death with five or six fellow musicians at two o'clock in the morning on a bus ride from Augusta to Peoria. Hey man, how's about letting somebody be wrong for a change? <laughs> Finally, from Duke Ellington, who commented on a lot of technical talk about music. Such talk normally stinks up the place. Let's play one. That's what people want. Yeah, man, let's play one. 